0: Every team, every topic, everywhere, this is Believe.
1: Bet online is the fastest and easiest way to wager on all your favorite sports contests and events with first to market odds and lines. Now, find reviews and news for every league, including Major League Baseball, NFL, NBA, NHL, Combat Sports, Esports, and even golf. BetOnline continues to be the top online resource for all sports information from live in-game betting props and futures. Head to BetOnline today or use uh, your mobile device to join today and make your first sports bet. Now use our promo code Believe 50 to receive your 50%. Welcome your bonus on your first deposit. Now BetOnline is where the game starts.
2: What's going on everybody? Welcome to another episode of Believe in Bills podcast. Um not a victory Monday like we're so used to here. Uh the season is over for the Buffalo Bills as they fall to the Bengals yesterday at home. Uh wasn't wasn't a really really great performance, but I got two people who are known to put on great performances themselves. We got two legends in the game here. Uh obviously, Hall of Famer Ruben Brown is with us today. How you feeling, I'm
0: making it. I'm making it, picking up the pieces.
2: Yeah, I think we all are picking up the pieces, uh, especially <laughs> after watching that effort that was put on display yesterday. But, of course, we got the man, legend in two games, no peewee, Coach Mookie Hawkins. What's going on, Coach? How you feeling, man? Well, it's good? Not a victory Monday, you know,
1: first time in eight weeks, but some had to give, you know what I mean? So I'm cool with it. You know, it ain't like that, you know, we've been down this road before, so I'm 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 good.
2: Yeah, yeah. Just like uh my guy, Coach Boom in the in the comment section saying, you know, it was a tough one. The Bills fall yesterday and uh really didn't look inspired at all. It was just They were going through the motions. It kind of felt like, I mean, obviously, I mean, they out there playing their house out. They didn't want the season to end, but it kind of felt like it was just inevitable, especially after the Bengals go up 14-0. You know, you're at half. You're down by two scores. You're kicking, you're punting. And it's just the, the effort yesterday, all three phases, coaching, all of it just looked bad all around. Coach, what was your thoughts on the game in just the overall general perspective?
1: It just didn't show up to play. You know, it just didn't show up to play flat out. Like, you know, when you at home, you know, against an AFC defending champion, you're supposed to be ready to play this game. Bills wasn't ready to play this game. Um, Cincinnati came in here, punched them in the mouth, not once but twice, and the Bills didn't withstand that. You know, they they got out of their element. I think they panicked, you know, when they were down so quickly because they haven't really been down before like that all season long. And, you know, when you got a team like that who hasn't been behind like that all season long, it makes them very, it very, makes them you know, very uncomfortable and it makes them desperate. And, and, you know, this is early in the game. So instead of just, you know, Dinkin and Duncan trying to, you know, climb your way back in the game, they trying to get it 14 points all in one play and it never happened it never came to fruition. Um, you know, the closest part about it, they, they had a chance to, you know, get some points before halftime, but they didn't. And then they get the ball back to half and they, you know, go three and out if I'm not mistaken. So, uh, the players said as wasn't a lot of energy. You know I mean? The, the energy was high during the game, but again, when they got that 14 zip, the energy just wasn't there. And I'm trying to figure out what the hell am I listening to? What the hell am I hearing? What do you mean? Ain't no energy because it was 14 zip. Not, you know, um, Coach said that they got out physical. You know, this is the third year in a row that Coach McDermott said that this time got this team got out physical in the playoffs. So if you, this is the third time you're saying that, and if you're, it's in the snow. So if you got out physical, that means you run the ball to make your team physical. You can't. You, I don't I just don't act like, like bro. Like if you, we're in the snow. We're gonna be physical. The only way to be physical is to run the ball. The Bills was way too finesse. It was too finesse all season long and it came back to bite him in the ass dish uh, uh 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 yesterday. That's that's my only take on it. And me and Ruben, we sit up here and beg and beg and talk about the run game, you know, they don't they don't play with the physicality and Cincinnati did, and that was the difference.
2: It certainly was. Ruben, you know, you you played in the NFL for more than a decade uh, you know you've been in winning locker rooms you've been in losing locker rooms first of all let us know what your overall thoughts on on the game were yesterday and then also tell us you know what it feels like to be in a locker room after you just lost and and not even just lost but like they <laughs> waited until the biggest game of the year to put on their worst performance of the year like what what is that energy like in the locker room after laying an egg
0: well after losing a playoff game it's really tough you know because it's truly the end of your season you know the regular season you lose a game and you go back and like okay we'll come back and get them next week but playoff time it's a wrap uh, you got to pack up and you got to go home and you look at yourself and you, and you say what were we really you know, what would a true us? We wanted to be, we had aspirations of Super Bowl. Um, what is the true Buffalo Bills of this 2022, 23 season? And um, they showed us that all year, but we were so excited about the potential that we don't, I mean, we got ahead of ourselves, I would think, uh, in some cases, and also the team themselves, because After playing 13 years in the NFL, the uh, Buffalo Bills showed me uh, plenty of signs along the the course of the season to say that they would be classified as a team like when I was playing, I would always identify whether it's a front-running team. And What we mean by front-running teams is if they get out in front of you, they're gone they're not going to look back they're going to beat you that's pretty much been the bills now if you get them in a dog fight all bets are off. they don't know how to handle that type of pressure because they're only they really are fueled by success and constant success or if they miss a, a fumble or some fumble the ball or some something, something else happens for them that is exciting enough to carry them on and, and overcome any anything that might really be a glaring issue, like not running the ball. Because, you know, a team that isn't a front-running team is pretty much a physical, grueling team that will pound the ball out, get a win, whichever way they need. They'll keep the stay on the field all day offensively, might not score a lot of touchdowns or throw big bombs, but they control the clock, they control the game, They, you know, just situationally win all the time. And the Bills never did that. Bills, I mean, the games that they won, they came out the gun, (laughs) blasting, you know, get down the field. and And the Bengals basically did to the Bills what they've been doing to other teams without a run game. But yet the Bengals, they with their passing attack and ability to strike really fast and deep and hard they also had a, a grueling uh run game so they could sustain keeping the ball from you and not exposing your defense to too much and and just saying that defense problem mookie you said it uh what do he say you got out physical or you know for the third time in a row that's that's line play in the playoffs you got to have superior Offensive line, defensive line play in order to continue to move um, through the playoffs. And yesterday clearly showed Cincinnati Bengals backup offensive line is better than our starting offensive line and physical enough to beat our starting, supposedly um, semi-starting defensive line. Hey, we we didn't have Von Miller. That's somewhat of an excuse. But overall, the last three years, Moot, that D line is not Super Bowl D line. You know, it's, it's okay, D line. Do all right when you're up ahead and killing people with Josh and, and Diggs. But that falls apart, no running game, and expect pressure from that group. We haven't been seeing it all year. You know, we got a little bit here and there, but we ain't seen nothing from our defensive line. So the playoffs just exposed us and showed us truly what our team was, um, you know, overall for the season. And that's what we got against the game. Um, I'm sure everybody was excited and pumped up to go out and play that playoff game and everything. So I, I don't doubt that they didn't have the emotional thing, but... It's a whole lot of different pressure and it's in the playoffs and you down by two touchdowns. And you saw they imploded, you know. And are we just talking about the players. We ain't even got into the coaches yet. Speaking of. <laughs>
2: hey coach, real quick, uh, before we get into Russia's show, what is the main or not, main. What what section of the team—the offense, the defense, special teams, coaching, trenches—what section of the team do you give most of the blame to? The offense.
1: The offense. I mean, uh, now I'm gonna say offense and defense because at the end of the day, Cincinnati was playing with with with, with three. Three starters missing. You know, everybody kept talking about that all weekend. Oh, Cincinnati got three starters not playing. What did Leslie Frazier and Coach McDermott do to capitalize off that? Nothing. They stayed basic. They stayed plain, Jane, like their guys were going to win that one-on-one battle. Didn't happen. Um, Offensively, what do we do to match that? What do we do offensively to match that but come out in the same thing that we've been coming out in for 14 weeks? Josh Allen this, Josh Allen that, you know, not getting digs involved, not getting the run game involved. So you make yourself one, div- one dimensional, and then you're down 14 zip, you're super one dimensional because now teams know that you have to pass to get back in it. And guess what? We're just going to go cover two shell, let our four-man front, peel their ears back, and go get Josh Allen. Come with a spy or two here and there, forcing to do something he want to do. Bargain. It's as simple as that. Like, when you don't adjust, everybody wants to talk about execute. You can't execute when a team knows everything that you're doing. So you have to make adjustments, in-game adjustments, that both sides never did. And this is the end result. Like you said, they waited for the best game to play their worst game. Because teams, this is what the playoffs do. The playoffs expose what every commentator and every analyst been saying all season long about you. And when it comes to fruition, it's a big fat, I told you so. This, I, I, I can't, I can imagine this morning, how many I told you so's about this Buffalo Bills team is being said right now. You know what I'm saying? Because it's true. You can't, you cannot win a Super Bowl If you're not going to run the football, when you look at these final four teams, who are they? Running backs: San Fran, Christian McCaffrey, uh, Philadelphia, Mike Mike Sanders, uh, uh, Joe Mixon, and 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 Pacheco. Look at Pacheco, the rookie, running wild out there. There, you have to run the football to take the pressure off your passing, and you have to run the football. And I can't explain on how much Ruben Brown been saying this all season long. You have to run the football. Devin Singletary had five carries the entire game. James Cook had six carries the entire game. Joe Mixon had six carries on their second possession of the football game. Joe Mixon had 20 carries for 105 yards, five yards of crack yesterday. And then Joe Burrow mixed it up, and then they caught the Bills so wide open on the play. The pass plays, players are just so wide open because, again, you got seven-minute coverage, Players are still wide open. You got to come up and make the tackle in the snow. They slipping and sliding. Like you got to switch your style up sometimes. The element of surprise, but they stay so true blue to it. Again, teams use their own scheme to their advantage because the Bills are in their own way and they are not gonna come out of it. And this was the end result. They got their ass whipped yesterday because of that. Because you fail to adjust in game, believe it. What what, what works. It don't work. And now you going home, you know, pondering on what it should have, could have. You know, you got to change that up. Now you got, like Ruben said again, they've been investing on that defensive line. Greg Rousseau, first round. Ed Oliver, first round. Boogie Bash from second round. AJ Espinosa, second round. We ain't talking about the free agents they brought in, but you're investing all this draft capital. Nobody's making plays. And that's 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 a major issue. Now, some of them draft picks, you could have got you a top right receiver. You could have got you a, a bona fide interior lineman or something. Their, their valuation now is starting to be in question because you you wasting so much draft capital on winning up front. And guess what? Y'all not winning up front. They couldn't get the job done against guys that Cincinnati brought off the street. So, you know, when it comes down to contract time, I'm going to bring that up like, like you ain't worth what we drafted you to be at this point in my scheme. Now you may go somewhere else to be an animal rightfully. So because the bill's not recognizing who they really have and how to use those players to their strength. If you got to switch your style up, you got to switch your style up to win a football game. Now it's been times I'm coming off back-to-back championships. Right. And I'm like, okay, I've been doing this a certain type of way for two years. But I ain't got those type of players, but I think I do. I find myself going on, too, the first couple of, years, couple of weeks of the season. What am I doing wrong? Well, these this team ain't like the last team and the team previous. You have to use those players and create plays to so their strong suit. Maybe they're not a 4-2-5 team. Maybe they're a 3-4 team this year with the personnel they got. Put Jordan Phillips over the center. Put Ed out of True 3 Tech, how he's supposed to be. Put Tim Settle out of True 3 Tech, he's supposed to be. With Shaq Lawson and Greg Russo, with A.J. Espinosa coming in, you know, frequently run some zone blitzes off a of 3-4 defense. Give Cincinnati a different look that they ain't seen before. That's going to make them, you know, react a certain kind of way to it. But they don't. they don't have it in them. And, you know, right now they either they go. I don't know what this spec this team like ain't no position safe right now other than quarterback and cornerback at this point. Ain't no position safe. We know Stephon Diggs ain't going nowhere. But other than that, they still need some help at receiver too. you know, so it's just it right now. It's just a <laughs> boy. We can forget about them being a Super Bowl caliber. They just right now a playoff contending team. Let's just leave it at that. Until so they show otherwise. It's not a Super Bowl contending team. I hope uh, the the narrative don't be that way. I hope media, mainstream media, don't be saying, "Oh, they favorite to win Super Bowl." Keep don't put the Bills in that category, you know. Because right now, you know, I don't know if they believe in their own press clippings. For them not to come out at home and have a sense of pride being down fourteen zip, I got a problem with that.
2: I got uh- a problem. I right, Ruben, and Mookie, kind of went through most of the topics. So, you want to give your thoughts on the offense and the defense?
1: <laughs> That's not man. <laughs> for
0: well, look, I, you know, you said a lot right there, Mookie, and I mean, I, I, I believe everything that you said. Um, that I'd go back to say this about the Bills the Bills are exactly who they were in the playoffs all season. Um, you know, the mistakes that showed up on game day, they were there before. Um, cha- making adjustments, this is the only thing I would say, uh, Mook, about them and making adjustments. They ain't really make adjustments all season. Uh, so they weren't going to make them in the playoffs, and that's not them. They, they come in with... Definitely defensively, they come in with that one system and they're going to run it, and that's just that. Maybe it's time for Leslie to go go take it somewhere else. And same thing with the offensive coordinator. For him to really be calling plays and setting up and working with Josh to make him look like he's actually regressed, you know, um, not good. And then um, up front, Line wise, we've gone out and did a lot of different things by Josh and stuff, and you're right. We drafted some guys, but we ain't hit on our line on defensive side or offensive side to build our team to be that Super Bowl team. We got some good pieces here and there, but we need that line. That line up front was the story yesterday, both both ways, and. You know, if you have a better line, I think you can do a better job coaching and uh, definitely coaches that are committed to establishing a run because everyone knows about this time of year you need it. You can go to early part of the game season and throw the ball around and do what you got to do, but at the end of the day, you're going to need that run game, and you can't run if you don't have big guys up front you can't stop it if you don't have the big guys over on the other side that can do so or are or, or producing. So none of that happened on our team. It was happening all year long. Uh, so we ran into a bus, saw a team that's well-coached, well-coached. I mean, they a well-coached team, and our team, All year showed signs that it wasn't as well coached as it had been or we hoped it would be, and we just pretty much got exposed, I would say. Um, Going forward, shore up the offensive line, shore up the defensive line, and I think we got a shot to continue to be in this position to fight
2: for a championship. Yeah, I I was going to ask, you know, just looking at the game, I, I give Leslie Frazier, you know, a lot of blame. Um, yeah. I, you know, some of those formations were just deplorable. Uh, third and four, and you got the corners 10 yards off the receivers. I will never understand that. You just quick out to Jamar Chase and you face a five yards. Yeah. And I was huge third down because they were down by two scores. If you hold them to a field goal there, the game is less, you know, you know what I mean? And, and you mm-hmm. know, you take off time off the clock. Yeah. Um, you know, McDermott made a lot of questionable decisions where, you know, you're in a fight right now and, you know, you're hunting here, you're you're choosing not to take a field goal here, you're doing, you know, there was a couple of situations where I feel like he made the wrong decision similar to years in other, in in recent years in the playoffs where he's made a decision that was extremely conservative. It's like, are you trying to win the game or are you trying not to lose the game? You know, because if you're trying not to lose, chances are you're going to lose. You're not going to win, you know. Um, so this is what I want to ask you guys all across the board. I think all three coaches, because the way I look at the way I look at Ken Dorsey, I, I was just like, you know what? We won 13 games and, you know, it seemed to be working. So I was like, I gave you the benefit of the doubt. But it's the playoffs now. You got to bring something. Miami okay and then this game it just brought the exact same thing every single game past the bye week and it was like I said Josh back and Josh back and pass it was just all like Josh go out there and do something that, that was the offensive scheme it was Josh go out there and do something so yep. that was really <laughs> just the val- vanilla ness of the offense and the defense really really was extremely disappointing, especially to be there in person and just watch all those fans leave. And, you know, you got Bengals fans being able to just talk they mess, you know, to, to all the fans. And, like, man, that hurt, man. Like, you know, just I couldn't believe they went out there and laid down like that. I, I really yeah. couldn't believe it. Oh, right. lot. This this hurts to me more than last year's where the 13s yes. and all that crap because I could say my team fought. You know, yeah. we went to the wire. My quarterback was the best player on the planet yeah. that day. Yeah. I can't say any of that today. I they they didn't fight. I don't I don't I don't know if the players would even say they fought because I Matt Milano was saying that, you know, oh, typically the defense would make a stop and then the offense would score and then there's some type of momentum swing. There was no momentum swing because the defense couldn't make a stop and when they did, the offense was just like, here's the ball back. So I it just it really was bad. From every single angle, it was. I can't think of a bright spot in the entire game. I really cannot. So I want to ask you guys. There's a ton of, of uh, opinions on the internet. Some some are more ridiculous than others. Like for instance, the the people saying that we should have got rid of McDermott and 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 upgraded Dayball to head coach. Come on, let's be realistic. That's not even that's nonsensical, guys. Like. I respect everybody's opinion, but come on. Um, people want Dayball gone. I mean, people want Fraser gone. People want Dorsey gone. And some people even want McDermott gone. So I'm going to start with you, Ruben. Uh, who, if anybody, should be not returning next season?
0: This is – Par for the course, this is what we always do in Buffalo. As soon as the season's is over, it doesn't end the way we want. We want to fire everybody. <laughs> I mean, really, and deep down. Uh, and once we calm down, we try to realize, all right, who was good? Who wasn't good? But um, the what needs to be fired is the offensive concept. Number one, uh, that has to be fired. Number two, whoever prepare school or uh, develop our line play. <laughs> I mean, that has to, they got to go. And after that, you know, you you take your pick, but um, I don't think the head coach should go. He's fine. Um, if he can bring in the right people that will improve these areas that I just spoke of. And I only talked to two areas two areas and you could be winning the super Bowl just do that
2: yeah the bills picked up Aaron Cromer this off season who was the offensive line coach back in the shady days when they were the number one rushing team in mm-hmm. the league um and of course they don't run the ball now so I yeah it just it's it's a bad situation yeah, um watch. for for me I'm, a, I'm gonna get to coach in two seconds. For me, I personally, I want Dorsey gone. I'm, I'm not even going to lie to you. Oh. I, I I watched him this season. I said him, Shula, and uh, who's the other one? Brady?
0: Mm-hmm.
2: That's- yeah, yeah, Brady. Yeah. When right. I look at those three offensive minds, I'm like, yo, there's so much creativity here. We're going to be unstoppable with Josh Allen. All right. There is no creativity in the offense whatsoever. None. I'm sitting here watching the Bengals, you know, quick pass here. All right, you know, motion here, run up this gap. All right, you know, now let's take a deep shot. Let's go to our best player. All right, cool. Now we got Higgins, here, you know, running across the middle butt naked. Like, I'm watching all this. Oh my God, don't get me started on watching the Chiefs game. I watched Chase Daniel go 98 yards because of phenomenal yeah. play calling. Phenomenal yeah. play calling. There's, there's, you know, motions here and pre-snap, it's just it was phenomenal. I was like, Oh my god, every single play, somebody's wide open. Yeah. And that's who the ball is going to. Like he the play was meant for that guy to be open, and he is running by himself now. And then you watch the Bills play, and it's just like Josh Allen scanning the field every play. And I'm just like,
0: Yeah. Something yeah. something
2: needs to happen now. I'm I'm not gonna put too much on Frazier. Like I I do give him a, a nice chunk of the blame, but when I consider the aid. Sean McDermott is the head coach and he's also defensive minded and B Russell really don't have a ton to work with. His defensive line is really yeah. not good. His secondary yeah. has, has, is full of, full of injuries. I'm not going to put a ton on Frazier. I thought it did. I do think he did a horrible job yesterday, but yeah. Sean McDermott did as well. And Dorsey has been doing a pretty bad job for a little while now. What about you coach? Who, who do you think if anybody needs to go?
1: Oh, Dorsey definitely got to go. I mean, if, if it's, if it come down to somebody out of those three, I say Dorsey. I mean, it's just like, I think, I think the postseason season was, I think that moment is probably too much for him. That's like, that's like having, you know, a rookie quarterback in the playoffs, you know, that it, it might be a little bit too much. So you want to give him the necessary help and the support and the people around him. So it doesn't expose himself. Now being off as a coordinator, you ain't got nobody around you to keep you sane. This is all on you. So with this being all on you, again, dismal in the run game. Like, I'm sitting up here begging for a draw for the running back. Like, they are playing cover two shell, dropping seven back in coverage. Why we just can't uh, 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 drop it down to the running back on the draw? Why we can't do a screen in the most meaningful part of the game? Why are we not doing any crossing routes when the middle of the field is wide open? You know, why are we not really taking what the defense gives us, just deke and dunk down the field, chip at it? Why are we not getting under center and giving our running back a pitch out? Why why are we not doing design rollouts with our quarterback? It's so many things that you can look at this team and say that they're not doing, and, you know, you're not playing the team to their strong suits. Cincinnati had the Bills dangling on the string yesterday. They set them up real good with the calls and all of that, how guys is wide open. Had that Hayden Hurst, that fake stand up, hit Hayden Hurst up on the scene. They set that up so beautifully that, you know, the Bills knew the cause and everything, but that was the new wrinkle. You know what I mean? We don't have uh, no new wrinkles to any of our playgrounds. No element of surprise with this team. And this is why it was so easy for the Cincinnati Bengals. They said it on Monday night prepping. They're a very basic team. <laughs> And guess what? Three weeks later, they're still the same basic team. That's why Cincinnati had a level of confidence out of this world that they knew that they were going to win the game. They went out there and showed it. Punched the Bills in the mouth and the Bills ain't punched back. You know, and that's and that's just that. You you don't have no no in-game uh, adjustments from the offensive coordinator. And now it's just bombs over Baghdad versus cover two shell. We pressure Josh Allen. He's not going to throw the ball the way he wants to, and he was he was off the mark. He was off the mark. Then get you 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 don't get you don't get Stefan Diggs involved. Like it's your job to be creative enough to get him the ball. Travis Kelsey is an unstoppable tight end, and everybody tried to double team him. Do whatever. He had what an NFL record, 15 catches. Like, come on, man. Like, how how we're not creative. Don't have enough play design with the weapons that we got, and we're not using them correctly. So, if anybody, had, Darcy will have to go. My book, yeah, I don't I, think it's going to get any better going into next season. Wyndham, him, I think it's just time to bring another guy in. Uh, he interviewed for the Carolina Panthers job on Saturday. I don't be you
2: preparing you go, team. go, you get it, and uh, I don't even mean to be disrespectful. Like, I, I'm not trying to, like, crap on him or anything. I, I had high hopes for the guy. But, like, it's clear that he just didn't know what to do with this offense. Like, no. Mookie, you was talking all year. he was like, you know how many points I will put up with this offense? <laughs> like, like, yo, like, there's just no creativity at all. If I see another wide receiver, if I see another situation where there's two wide receivers in the same area when the ball is thrown, I'm going to freak out. Like, I'm going to lose my mind. It just – the the entire situation, all of the offense all year after the bye week, at least you know it was just honestly just subpar. If I'm being honest, like the, your only saving grace is that 17 is out there and 14 is out there. It's literally it that's your only saving grace. If not, if we don't have 17 and 14, then I swear we might win like seven games this year. I, I genuinely believe that. But um, yeah, with him being the play caller, yeah, exactly. All right, but speaking of Stefan Diggs, saw a situation on the sideline where, you know, he was kind of expressing himself to Josh, uh, throwing his hands up multiple times, like, you know, what was going on. Um, also heard reports that he, you know, was in and out of the locker room, got undressed, got dressed, and got up out of there, came back for whatever Sean McDermott was saying, and then got up out of there. Um First of all, Ruben, you you can speak to this. You've been a player, and I'm sure you've been, you know, frustrated with with coaching plans and, and game plans and mm-hmm. schemes. Uh first of all, how hard is it to, to hold your emotion in those moments? And B, do you blame Stefan Diggs for his uh you know his actions yesterday?
0: Um, no, I don't blame him because that that's what he always been. He's always been that. Uh, I think he's been on a good run of being quiet and there hadn't been any uh, adversity. So, you know, there's no way it would show up, but adversity showed up and we saw what we had seen in other places and other times in his life. So that's something Uh, I think as a player, he's got to put in check Unfortunately, I, I've been a victim to it of yelling and screaming on the sideline, throwing my helmet down, stomping off and, and stuff like that. I've definitely been a, a victim of that. But at the end of the day, I sit in for the meetings and stuff until they throw me out, <laughs> you know, <laughs> get rid of me. That's a different thing. But I'll be there and I'll try to be be there for my my players i've gotten into arguments with some of my best friends me and john fina me and um me and olin cruz you got into really heated arguments and stuff but we've been able to you know just understand that was the competitive deal and not anything personal Uh, uh, so it's hard to watch because it's something deeper that they need to address you know because Listen, it's not a good look for the team, all right? It's not a good look for him. Now him and Josh are going to have to discuss this all until next year, you know? And it could frustrate him and have him, you know, get ticked off about it and turn it into a whole thing when it should be a thing. And also us watching it should just be like, yeah, um, Stefan will do that. you know what I mean you're not throwing it to him he's gonna say what the fuck and I mean I've been on the team with a lot of great receivers you don't throw it to them in crucial times they think they can contribute they're gonna say hey fuck the cameras get this ball over here to me you know um but like I would tell my my top receivers when they would do that they're like not right now (laughs) you know can't wait till we go to the locker room or get them in the shower you know pull them where nobody can see you know that's a part of being a a premier the top level you know uh receiver or guys like that that's when you can do that the bills don't need what he did he don't need it and just to call it out and Call it what it is wrong. Adam did it. (laughs) And people told me I was wrong when I did it. You know what I mean? So why wouldn't I say to another brother, like, yo, man, Adam did it. So don't do it. It's not good.
2: I I respectfully concede to you, you know, as the former player and everything. I'll just say this before we get by here Stefan Diggs to me has been being very patient with this offense. Uh, He's been perturbed for quite some time now. Uh, and and he he finally let it go in the biggest game of the year and you know if if the leader of my team isn't that emotional then I might feel some type of way about it I'm glad he was that emotional I'm glad he let everybody know no. how frustrated he was personally i'm I'm happy about it because I think that's what we need somebody needs to speak, speak yeah. yeah all right um y'all wanna y'all want do y'all ending segments or y'all want to just
0: oh man we i think we are there. <laughs> 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 he did it.
2: Now, and that
1: Stefan. The Stefan digs uh, rant is because of Jersey. He ain't do it with Dable. Yep. He ain't do none of this with Dable. Uh, so it's, it's all on the offensive coordinator not being creative enough to get your star player the ball, even if he is being double teamed. You use him as a decoy the right way instead of just having run off and then we still can't get the ball. We can't move the sticks. So if you're not moving the sticks with him not touching the ball, I don't understand. I, I just don't understand that concept. So yeah, he vented to me. He still vented. Like when he, had, like how he scored, how he touched the ball six times against Miami in the first half and had 100 yards, and then don't touch the ball no more. Like it ain't that much adjustment that the other team did in the world that to say no, to take Stefan Diggs away. You know what I mean? The the play calling is taking Stefan Diggs away. Yeah, and that's why he's upset. And everybody wanna point at Stefan Diggs. Oh, he's not a team player, he's a bad guy. No, the guy wanna win because we have a better chance of winning with the ball in his hands. Who else we gonna put the ball in the hands to if all we doing is throwing the football? We not running the ball. So who we throwing the ball to? Duh. Yeah. <laughs> so that's why that rant comes with Stefan Diggs. You know what I mean? Yeah, he's he obviously is frustrated by the play calling. Nothing else.
2: Yeah. Nothing else. All right, guys. Uh, listen, there's a lot to discuss this offseason, so you guys will be seeing us back here. Um, but we're going to go ahead and get up out of here for now. So, uh, Coach, go ahead and send us on, man.
1: Pac-Man, I don't know if somebody gave you some intel or what you was talking <laughs> about during the course of the damn week, but that's okay. Y'all sent us home. We're going fishing. But that's all right. We still believe. Bet Online is the fastest and easiest way to wager on all your favorite sports contests and events with first to market odds and lines. Now, find reviews and news for every league, including Major League Baseball, NFL, NBA, NHL, combat sports, esports, and even golf. Bet Online continues to be the top online resource for all sports information from live in game betting prompts and futures. Head to Bet Online today or use uh, your mobile device to join today and make your first sports bet. Now, use our promo code BELIEVE50 to receive your 50%. Welcome your bonus on your first deposit. Now, bet online is where the game starts. Thank you for listening
0: to Believe.